the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, I want to dip in right now. It's 106 on this Friday, but I want to dip in a little bit on the, the Derek Chauvin trial. There's a very important witness on the stand right now. And um, I want to just uh, dip into this. It's very interesting. It's not a sudden hypoxic event, right? That is my interpretation, yes. You would agree that if he was progressively growing hypoxic, you would expect whole body hypoxia? I'll, I'll rephrase my question. Yeah, comments. sorry. I'm not a doctor, so I have to rely on my notes quite a bit. So if he was progressively suffering from whole body hypoxia, the brain would be the first thing that would uh, have show signs of hypoxia. Oh, I see. Yes. Yes, the brain is the most sensitive. And you would agree that um, that would not occur in a matter of seconds, but it would take a matter of minutes, right? Correct. And asphyxia due to position or compression that prevents air from getting into the lungs, right? Yes. And that leads to what we would call a global hypoxia? Um, I haven't really used that word global. Um, Whole body. I mean, if there's inadequate oxygen, the blood flows everywhere, so I, I guess that's what you're talking about. I'm but the brain is the first thing to show symptoms of hypoxia. Right, that's the most sensitive organ. And in this particular case where you have a 90% stenosis of the um, right coronary artery, that's going to be limiting... Uh, oxygen to the heart, right? Yes. And he has a big heart, right? Yes. Needs more blood. Yes. And adrenaline speeds up the heart. Yes. Methamphetamine speeds up the heart. It can, yes. So methamphetamine and adrenaline cause the work to the heart to work harder. Yes. And increases and increases the heart's oxygen needs. Yes. And at what point does the stenosis in the left and right coronary arteries become critical and cause the heart to stop? about as a forensic pathologist what degree of narrowing do we consider potentially fatal right 70 75 percent and above now in terms of Folks, uh, good afternoon it's john DePico. this is the derek chauvin obviously file. we're aware based on the toxicology that mr floyd death of george floyd drugs in his system right yes and so when a lot we of say on here. board that means in the system yes okay. um Would you describe the use as a, as you know, based on the information that you have, uh, as sort of a binge use of drugs? Oh, I guess I couldn't, I couldn't answer that. Um, are you familiar with um, drug use uh, taken or used interrectively? Interrectally. I've heard of that, yes. And that increases or speeds up the distribution of controlled substances in a person? Um, it speeds up absorption, yes. Okay. So the effects would be felt much faster? Yes, they could. Interrectally. In a, in a case where you have a um, person who is uh, experiencing uh, cardiac arrest, right? And they're put in an ambulance and taken to the hospital for resuscitation. Uh, they're often, uh, there's IVs that are placed in a person, right? Yes. And those IVs contain saline. Yes. 
and saline can ultimately dilute or decrease to some degree the amount of controlled substances that would be met as they would be measured. That's a theoretical possibility. You'd agree that fentanyl is a respiratory depressant, right? Yes. It slows breathing and lowers oxygen in the blood. It, yes. Wow. There you have Does it. Does the fact that there's norfentanyl in his blood mean that he took it some time ago? It, yes, but by some time, that's, that's a very vague, yeah. So long enough in the past to start metabolizing. Exactly, exactly. But does it exclude him taking fentanyl more acutely or more recently in time? Um, no. There's no way really of knowing the timing. Um, fentanyl depressing the respiratory system can also act with the coronary artery vessel disease, correct? In the Chauvin trial. Is the um, prosecution witness very damaging? Uh, can you clarify that? I'm sorry. Does fentanyl's depression of the respiratory system also act with coronary artery vessel disease and oxygen and carbon dioxide to reduce the supply of the, its supply to the heart? Oh, so as fentanyl may lead to a gradual progression of slowing breathing and ultimately decrease the oxygen, that would apply to oxygen to the brain as well as to the heart. Is that what you're, yeah. And it would likewise increase uh, the carbon dioxide in the blood. Um, yeah, I mean, anything that decreases respiration decreases that exchange. So as that exchange process is happening, right, you're not taking in the oxygen, you're likewise not expelling the carbon dioxide, right? Right. And thus the carbon dioxide will increase because you're not expelling it. Right? Correct. You would agree that methamphetamine is a stimulant, right? Correct. And that can cause a cardiac arrhythmia? It can. And it can increase a person's heart rate, right? Uh, it can or not. And you testified before that uh, methamphetamine, there's no safe level of methamphetamine, right? Correct. So the, the fact that methamphetamine is at a lower toxicological standard doesn't somehow make it safe. Right. Um, it doesn't, doesn't exclude the possibility that um, it could increase the heart rate. It could. Or not. The, in terms of uh, the evidence in this case, were you made aware that um, drugs were found in the backseat of the squad car? Yes. And that those drugs uh, contained the DNA of Mr. Floyd? Yes. And that those drugs were at least to some degree partially dissolved? Yes. And um, that those drugs were fentanyl, a mixture of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Yes. Wow. Based on the toxicology in this case, uh, did you see any metabolic byproduct of methamphetamine? No. And so that means that the methamphetamine was taken more acutely or recently in time. Probably. I mean, there's... Lots of variables. So again, just kind of taking into consideration removing certain variables, right? You find a person at, at home, no struggle with the police, right? Um, and you, the person doesn't have a heart problem, but you find fentanyl and methamphetamine in this person's system at the levels that they are at. Would you certify this as an overdose? Again, in the absence of any of these other realities, um, wow. yes, I Whoa. could consider that to be an overdose. Wow. And the level of fentanyl in a person, um, again, in this hypothetical scenario, Whoa. Um, there are deaths 
certified as drug overdoses significantly lower than 11 nanograms per milliliter. Lower, higher, it's it's got a huge range, yes. As low, I believe, as 3% or 3 nanograms per milliliter. Yes. Right? So the ingestion of drugs is unique to that individual's body, right? Right. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. This is the Derek Chauvin trial, the death of George Floyd. It's a forensic pathologist. She's being cross-examined, but you'd never know it. Well, actually, you would know it. Um, this is a prosecution witness. Remember, the prosecution is still up. But this has been a very successful witness, if you will. Your Honor, I have no further questions. Very successful witness for the defense, to put it mildly. My goodness. You know, that attorney for Chauvin, I, I don't know. Is he going to get him off? People are asking that every day. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, is he going to get off? I, I don't know. But there's what we do know is I, I think they're going to have a tough time if they're really trying to get second degree murder. And I think that having attorney Tim Dodd breaking it down for us has been um, very, very effective. So let me just tip in one more time because now the prosecution is questioning this forensic pathologist. I want to just here they're trying to clean this up a little bit his movement show in lack of oxygen to show any kind of reaction that you could see at autopsy thank you dr thomas no further questions all right we're going to do a recross here folks all right this is again the defense getting up dr thomas um after the heart stops if the heart stops is it possible that the body will continue to breathe or respire? Um, yes, Thomas. I suppose it could in some circumstances. And that could, that continued respiration after the heart stops could be a matter of a minute or two, correct? I suppose that could happen. And you would agree that methamphetamine also further constricts uh, the arteries, right? It can do that. And um, so that constriction, there's been a lot of discussion about the level of methamphetamine in this in the system, this low level as it's been described, right? You you said there's no safe level, agreed? Yes. Would you, um, as a physician, prescribe methamphetamine to a person who has uh, a 90% or 75% occlusion to his or her heart. You may answer if you have an opinion in that regard. Yeah, I don't have an opinion. I'm sorry. Okay, no further questions. Folks, again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I uh, have been following the trial. As you can tell, if you've listened to some of our conversations and discussions with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd, uh, right now it is one nineteen, and it's um, it's obviously Friday. And I want to remind you, outside, <coughs> excuse me, maybe um, you are spending more time outside. It is a delightful Friday afternoon, nice spring day. Temperatures about depending on where you are, right around sixty one, sixty one degrees. Tomorrow looks like a Decent day and then some rain coming in on Sunday, which I don't mind, actually, because I um, we could use the rain with our grass. But I want to remind you about my friend with Bethel Softwash. Do you have outside? And, and by the way, I don't want you to, you know, I received an email from um, one of our listeners on either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always visit the website to Petro.com. But I received an email, one of our listeners saying, you know, I feel kind of defensive when you talk about outside my pro- home and property and some of the algae and moss that we have. And I, I you know, my response was, you, I think it was to uh, Lisa. Lisa, you shouldn't feel defensive, but if you have some green algae and moss on your, or just stains on the side of your roof or a fence or a walkway, number one, sometimes it can damage the, the surface of it. Or maybe it's some some green algae or moss on a on a basketball court or, what, listen, wherever it is, 
I have the person who will get rid of it for you. Jared with Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text him at 401-617-2585. Look for him on Facebook. 617-2585. You're listening right now on this Friday afternoon. And you, you should see the before and afters on his Facebook page. Remarkable. Whether it's a house or fence, building, garage, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E, Bethel Certified Softwash, 401-617-2585. And all you do is take a picture of the surface, and then you send it to him, and he'll give you a free quote. Now, you can find them on Facebook, Bethel Certified Softwash, or Jared has a great website, Rhode Island Softwashing.com. He's right in Lincoln. Rhode Island Softwashing.com, buildings, restaurants, homes, roofs, decks, patios, walkways, basketball courts, tennis courts, Bethel certified. The website is Rhode Island Softwashing.com. But contact Jared today. All right, it is Friday. Let me, um, I want to call our friend John Francis with Competition Shooting Supplies, my gun guy, only to find out exactly the situation. Regarding President Biden and uh, and how he's trying to now impose these new gun restrictions, which just seem ridiculous. So, uh, yes, John Pedro calling for John Francis, please. All right, folks. Oh, there he is, folks. Joining us right now from competition is our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Good. Hey, how are you feeling, by the way? Uh, I am feeling better. Thank oh, you. Oh, good. Okay. Now, you um, folks, again, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John, uh, I love your Facebook page because you update the inventory, and I try to share with people. And it looks like I actually posted Christmas in April because you got a pretty good assortment in. Uh, I did. Uh, so, uh, I, in fact, I stayed until uh, almost 10 o'clock last night Whoa. Uh, revamping and rearranging the, the shelves to, to get a bunch of stuff out here. So right now is a great time to come on in. I have a big selection of brand new Glocks. I've got Berettas. I got some Smith & Wessons in, both, you know, some standard models. I've got Performance Center models. Uh, I've got the smaller size uh, 9mm Glock uh, carry pistols. I've got some of the very popular Springfield Hellcats. Um, and we've got an assortment of some other items. I still have plenty of 12-gauge defense shotguns, both pump and semi-auto as well. Now, John, is it fair to say this is um, the largest amount of inventory you've had in a little while? This is the most I've seen in since June of last year. Wow. Uh, and also a Ruger Max 9mm pistol as well? It's already gone. Oh, it's already gone. Now, John yep. Francis, what did you make of, uh, of President Biden yesterday announcing that he uh, wants to start to impose more gun restrictions? Um, I did listen a little bit to uh, his, uh, his press conference. I find, it, uh, I find it interesting that he can't even, he can't even get the, the three letters of the agency that he's going to unleash on gun owners. That's right. He couldn't even get that correct. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, he's talked about throughout his campaign, and even, you know, when his press secretary, his press secretary has talked about being, you know, fair and transparent and whatnot, yet he appoints um, a fairly controversial veteran ATF agent who was not who was involved in, in the, at the Waco incident back uh, in the, I believe that was in the 1990s, and um, uh, in fact, took a photo of himself standing near the rubble, burned rubble, where 20 women and children were burned to death. Wow. Holy cow. You're and exactly this guy, right. And, and, and this guy is coming from a leadership position in one of the biggest anti-gun organizations in the United States. Yeah. Doesn't sound very fair and balanced to me. No. And he's not the leader of the American Federation of Teachers. He's not the AFJ. And the president, even even with the monitor, he could not get that right, ATF. He kept saying AFT. So, well, John Francis, this is, yeah. 
if anybody's had any doubt, and I can't see how up to this point, about the intentions of the Biden administration, yep. they just announced a short time ago he's doing yet another executive order uh. to form a commission about overhauling the whole Supreme Court system. That's exactly right. Here they go. They're yep. going to steal our country. They are. And they're not even 100 days in. You're exactly right. Now, John Francis, uh, folks, now is the time. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Take the last exit, exit 2A off of 95. Go past that Attleboro train station and then right at Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. John Francis, what are your hours for today and tomorrow with competition shooting supplies? Uh, today we're here 10 to 6, tomorrow 9 to 4.30. All right, folks. Uh, John, you are the defender of the faith. Glad you're feeling oh, better. No, one, one, more, one yeah. more thing real quick. Go ahead. just announced last night and again this morning. So the Rhode Island Senate Judiciary Uh-oh. this coming Monday yep. at 3 p.m. will be uh, here holding a, the, the hearings on their slate of the anti-gun legislation. Wow. So everybody, please, uh, if you're listening out there, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your co-workers, call, email, write your state, your state senators, all the members of the uh, Senate Judiciary uh, and the Senate President, and ask them to oppose, uh, the, you know, this agrarious uh, uh, legislation. And that's and this. if you're going to provide, if you want to do verbal testimony, right. you have to get registered by uh, 4 p.m. this coming Sunday. Okay, and it's this is it's this Monday at three, and this is this, this coming. They yep, they they've given us very little notice yet yet again. Oh. Uh, this coming Monday at three p.m. will will be the start of the hearing. Senate Judiciary, correct? Senate Judiciary. Okay, yes, sir. all right, John Francis, good job. We'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you, John. Okay, John. Thank all you. right, folks, there it is, John Francis, the defender of the faith. You know, do you see what's um, do you see what's going on right now? One twenty-seven. I mean, I hope people can see. What's going on? Because they're moving. Look at how quickly they are moving. They're moving lightning speed on the vote, on guns, on the border. And now Biden saying he's very open to expanding the Supreme Court, which was exactly our fear. You know, President Trump was right on the money. He was absolutely right on the money on all of this. When he called it, said, watch out. That's what they're going to do. They're going to try to, folks, what they want to do is expand the court to try to get some liberal judges on there and then just steamroller anyone who's moderate, anyone who's conservative, and then just try to get their own agenda through. John Francis is exactly right. We have to fight them. You know, right now, it's 128 on this Friday. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I want to remind you about our friend at R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call Coogie today, 732-6562. Now, we're going spring into summer. Why not explore central air for your home? R.E. Coogan and Heating, 732-6562. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Also, maybe do you need a good plumber? R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Website, recooganheating.com. Also, look for them on Facebook, R.E. Coogan and Heating. If you can hear my voice on either 99.9 FM or AM 1380, or maybe you're listening online at the website, depetro.com. Call them, 732-6562. Call Coogie, R.E. Coogan and Heating. I can... um. I cannot believe just how rapidly they're moving, how fast they are moving on all of this. Folks, you heard competition shooting supplies. Now, I also remind you about Allstate Lock. Call Danny Gruslin today. Now, you can link through at our website, petro.com. Have you thought about getting security cameras for your home or business? The website is allstatelock.com or call them 349-0042. You know, it's so easy now. Because you could then have the monitor right on your phone. So wherever you are, for a business, a home, all state lock, they'll install them for you. Residential, commercial, car key, security cameras, allstatelock.com or call them 401-349-0042. Well, this is frightening. And John Francis is right. You know, here in Rhode Island, see, the thing to do is try to stop some of this before it gets out of the committee. That's where it needs to. It needs to be stopped before 
it gets out of committee. Once it gets out of committee, then there's no telling where it could go. What is this? Justin Timberlake to play Chuck Barris in TV series. Do you remember Chuck Barris with the Gong Show? He was terrific. Justin Timberlake at Center of Apple. When he'll play Gong Show, Chuck Barris in an hour-long series project. I used to watch that. My friend Tommy Gershkoff, my neighbor in Edgewood, he used to do a good impression of Chuck Barris. And when my parents saw it, they would say, why does he keep pointing at the camera? Um, Apple, when an auction, acquired the script to develop an hour-long drama series of Justin Timberlake played gong show host Chuck Barris. Is he? Is this that he also... Um, let me just read this. The untitled series will be based on Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, 1984 memoir, which Barris made suspect claims that being the zany gong show host created uh, game shows like The Dating Game and The Newlywood Game for cover for his real job. CIA assassin who took out enemies of the state in the 60s and 70s. The book was turned into a film that George Clooney directed with Sam Rockwell playing Barris. Shows a co-production. You know, I have not seen that. I'll have to see that. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Where Chuck Barris claimed he was a CIA assassin. <laughs> and now Justin Timberlake is going to play him in a, um, in a television series. All right. Well, Prince Philip has passed away at the age of 99. Um, boy, that makes it awkward for Harry, doesn't it, Prince Harry? He's got to go back. It was his grandfather. It's fucking Charles's father, by the way, the actor who plays Prince Philip, husband of Queen Elizabeth, has died at the age of 99. The actor who plays him in The Crown is just terrific. Absolutely uh, fantastic. So um, so that will be, I know, I recognize already some people are saying that they don't follow it and they don't care about anything to do with that. But um, but it, the the crown is still great television, very very good television. I've also heard there's a a good um, there's a good piece on Varsity Blues on uh, Netflix. I think I think I have that written down for this weekend. North Providence Police Department asking public help identify a suspect accused of stealing. Uh, the man has been visiting healthcare facilities, stealing people's personal belongings, including items for a patient who uses a wheelchair. They have a photo. So Channel 10 has the story in the photo. It looks like he's stealing a pillow. Is it really worth it to try to steal a pillow? Um, Hope Valley firefighters saved cats stuck in tree. A lot of times they don't like these types of stories, uh, but they do actually have to go up and, and help a, a cat out of a tree. I know that for many years the firefighters didn't they didn't like the fact that they were just portrayed as they'd have to go up and save a cat in a tree. You know what else is interesting is um and I'm gonna call Marie in just a moment. Folks, I love that the Masters is off to a great start and I love the fact that it's taking place. It's in the state of Georgia and when asked like are you gonna move them no we're not moving the Masters out of Georgia. If Major League Baseball wanted to be idiots and move the All-Star game, that's up to Major League Baseball. But we are not moving the Masters out of Georgia. But you know what's um, interesting was yesterday I saw Hummel, Jim Hummel, at the uh, COVID briefing with Governor McKee. And I said to him, hey, great story on Warwick. Hummel exposed Warwick firefighters. One Warwick firefighter made 315000 His salary was 72000 That's what he was supposed to make. He made uh, over, over 230000 in, in overtime. So I said to Hummel, great story. He said, yeah, that, you know, uh, you know, they should have hired more people, the overtime. But... What What is lost with that, and I like Jim Hummel of the Hummel Report. I've known Hummel for 20 years. But what I liked about that, what I, what I don't understand about that, I should say, is it's not that he earned that money because there was a shortage. They earned a firefighter who was supposed to make 72000 Now, right now, it's one thirty-five. Just hear me out. It's one thirty-five on this Friday afternoon. 
supposed to make $72,000 to be a firefighter. City of Warwick. It was a rash of fires last year. It was a pandemic. If anything, a lot of people were home. And there were less. A lot of times whenever there's a fire in the home, it's because there's no one home. When you do the shutdown order, more people were home. So there were actually less fires. But he didn't make 300, over 300,000 because they were short some firefighters. <laughs> they made the money because they have the thing called, it's, and, it, and it should, they, folks, they should do away with it. It's, manned, it's minimum staffing, which is at all times, and I think it's 41, at all times 24-7, they have to have 41 people working. So what they do is they completely manipulate calling out sick and then the overtime situation. So the overtime, what, what, how that person made the money was not because they were short some firefighters. The reason the way they make it is it's they put out the schedule. And then they sit down and they say, okay, this Saturday, you're going to, Harry's going to call in sick. And then Frank, you go in and work for Harry and you get overtime because he called in sick and you're working for him on a Saturday or maybe Saturday, Sunday. Calls in sick both days. Now, the following weekend, Frank, you're supposed to work Saturday, Sunday. You're going to call out sick. Then Harry goes in and works for you and gets overtime. Now, how is that not? gaming the system and with covid and the amount of hours they were able to game it so much that someone made who was supposed to make 72,000 made over 300,000 that's not because of real sickness real illness was no need you know there are many times someone would work and keep in mind they get paid to sleep. So you go to the station, you're there, you get to sleep. They have sleeping quarters, certainly have food. <clears throat> if there's a fire, you do have to get up or someone does. But you are literally, if there are no fires in the night, and that happens many times there's no fires during the night, then you sleep through the night. So you go to bed at 11 and you get up at 7 and you were getting paid the entire time. And then if you were working overtime because someone else called in sick, basically you were getting overtime to sleep. And then if you were working like a double or a holiday, you might be working even more. Is that really necessary? No. Should they be allowed to be calling out sick all the time and then they just switch the schedule? No, shouldn't be allowed. I don't know what the taxpayers do. And Warwick, talk about, I mean, no one's moving to Warwick because of the schools. Second largest city. Not happening. Yes, I think it's wrong. I'll say that. Uh, But Hummel didn't want to go so far because I'm sure, and Hummel knows, you get pushback. Sure, the firefighters, they don't like that type of story. They don't like it one bit. And I'm sure they feel that Hummel, I'm just reporting it, no commentary. You know, there was a time that the Providence Journal, Ed Acorn, they would have written a, a good editorial about that. And it should have been. Come on. Does that make sense to anybody listening? That someone who's supposed to make 72000 makes 240000 in overtime? Does that really make sense to anybody? No, of course not. There's something wrong there. So they're either violating the spirit of the law or they're violating something. But that, no, if, if you're not sick and you have a, you rig it so you call out sick and I call out sick and that way we're, every time you're working, they never work normal time. They're always working, getting overtime. That's how you end up with something like that. But what I don't want you to miss is that by and large, the media, people are afraid to say anything. That much we know. Afraid to say anything. Does this go on? How many people listening? No. You have a big project, big presentation due the next day, and you work late on it that day. You don't get any extra money. 
Um, there wasn't a rash of fires. Wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of any of that. Maybe the new COVID procedures, do they somehow get extra money because of COVID? My God, folks, like where are things going? Let me see if I can get our friend. Uh, folks, I've, I've told you about It's My Health and our friend Marie, who has such a delightful store. And she's, it's 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Let me see if I can reach our friend Maria. It's my health. Because I'd like you to stop in either today or tomorrow with great vitamins, herbal remedies, local products, or maybe try some of their over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. Yes, this is, it's John DePietro calling for Marie. Is Marie available? I'm, I'm calling for Marie. Is Marie available or did she step out? Oh, good. Okay. All right, folks. We are live. I'm the one that decided to call. And so, well, it is. Yes. Oh, great. All right, folks. We're going to have Marie right now. Remember, stop in and see her. Hemp and CBD products, 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, natural skincare products. It's my, there she is, folks. Joining us on the line on this sunny Friday is the queen of health. It's Marie from It's My Health. Good afternoon, Marie. Hiya, John. How are you? Marie, it is a sunny Friday, and it's going to be a nice day tomorrow. I can't think of a better thing for someone on the road right now to stop in a 1099 Menden Road and visit you at It's My Health. Absolutely. And we are into tree allergies, and we have things that can help with that. Now, Marie, what about, uh, I get email of people wondering about some of your hemp CBD products. Now, you're knowledgeable about them. So people, it seems to be an area that people are not that familiar with. But you could recommend many products, either oral or topical, with hemp and CBD that can help people. Absolutely. Absolutely. We We have it in liquid we have it in soft gels we have it in topicals we have it in gummies so there there are a number of different ways someone can 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 access cbd for a variety of of reasons and what about someone who they like to use and purchase natural skincare and hair care products Oh yeah, all of the all of the products that we carry are as pure as we can get them and you know do a great job. They're well-made, good companies who really who who are really about quality and keeping things natural. Now Marie, also, you have so many different ingredients that if someone pops in and they say, you know, I'm making lasagna or I'm making some meatballs or I'm making this or that, there's some different uh, items that you could suggest for them that would be very helpful and add nice flavor to whatever it is that they're baking. Yeah, we carry we carry many, many spices that can be used in cooking, some herbs as well, and we're coming into work. Into grilling season, I think, yes. and we do have we have grilling uh, rubs and spices uh, seasonings as well. Um, Italian seasoning, steak seasoning, chicken seasoning, vegetable seasoning, um, and they're good for you know more than just grilling because I love the vegetable seasoning just in like scrambled eggs or with some vegetables that I'm you know might be cooking up inside. So we have quite a quite a quite a large selection. Now, folks, we're speaking with Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Marie, what are your hours for today, Friday, and tomorrow? We are open until 5.30 today, and tomorrow we're open from 9 to 4. We're closed on Sunday and Monday, but we'll be back at it at 11 o'clock on Tuesday. And do you welcome new customers who have never popped in before? Oh, we love the new customers who come in. They're usually in awe of uh, how much stuff we, we pack into a small space. That is exactly right. Folks, she's Marie. And speaking it's, of space, we have, free par- we have plenty of parking. Plenty of free we have parking. Free parking. Yep. So e- we're easy easy to get to and, you know, easy parking. Marie, you're the queen of health. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Take care. All right, folks. There it is. It's Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right now, it's 145 on this Friday afternoon. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am at Aswan.
It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, I'm already uh, seeing that I'm getting email, legislation alert. Uh, Senate Judiciary be uh, having a hearing starting at 3 o'clock. And on the agenda, of course, they want, um, I don't know how else to say it. This is, they, they're basically looking to cut back on your rights. The progressives are moving. This needs to be defeated. Uh, Senate Committee on Judiciary hearing. Uh, let's see, Senate bill. Um, and they, of course, it's all about firearms and weapons. That is on their agenda in a big way, where they want to uh, remove your right to defend yourself. And instead, they want to have it that you just have to depend on them. And, and folks, that a lot of people obviously don't accept, and I don't see how you would, is, you know, how, how do you depend on people that refer to people who riot and loot and burn down the major cities as peaceful protesters? I mean, who wants to have to deal with that? Um, let me just see. Amazon warehouse workers reject union bid in Alabama, delivering a win for the company and a blow to the labor mo- uh, movement. You know, that... Notice a state like Alabama, where they they don't want to have the state uh, destroyed, where other states where they will be successful. I can't believe there's a compassion center where the people that worked at the Greenleaf Compassion Center in Rhode Island, they voted to unionize. I mean, that is just, um, they're they're not going to be able to compete. They're not going to be able to compete because... Basically, in a very short amount of time, they're going to be charging more for their product than some of their competitors. And the reason is because the person that runs that place is going to have to charge more. I mean, that's just the way it goes. But right now at at 148, in case you're just getting in your car or just turning on the radio on this Friday, uh, this story, the House Judiciary Committee will hold its first ever markup and vote next week. This is in Congress now, a bill to establish a commission on reparations. Folks, this is how it begins. They start to float it out there. And one thing I'll say about these types of organizations is they, they play the long game. They float it out. They realize a lot of times it will be defeated. Uh, But they plan on, you know, going after anyone who tries to stop them, and they just begin the process. But how about during the campaign, President, at the time, candidate Biden, would never answer a question about the Supreme Court. And what do we just hear? The news today, 149 on this Friday, President Biden will create a panel to study expanding the Supreme Court in an effort to balance the conservative majority created by Donald Trump. That's exactly what President Trump predicted he would do. And that's exactly what Biden would never fully answer on. And now you know why. He wants to pack the court. He's going to sign an executive order creating a presidential. He wants to a commission because they want to expand the Supreme Court. Folks, this is how they operate. This is how they operate. Which is, if they, they, they have no interest in trying to compete fairly. I mean, let's just agree on that. They have no interest in trying to, and let, let's even be honest, they have no interest in trying to fairly win an election. They want to win, but they don't care how they win. So whether it's packing the Supreme Court or whatever they have to do, whatever they have to do, that's what's in the wheelhouse. Uh, And now, and here, you know, that's why also not only is the gun legislation wildly important, but on top of that, as I've been trying to tell you, but it's also the voting legislation that they want to put forward. Do you know Rhode Island is now basically really on the verge of being an outlier with a lot of the type of um, the voting laws that they want to make law? They want to make them law. It were things that they introduced last year to say that, oh, you know, it's just temporary in a pandemic. But 
no, they, they make no mistake about it. They want to make them permanent. I'm also saying, you know, yesterday at the COVID briefing, and again, folks, good afternoon. Here I am at its Juan, the chosen Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Now, if you're trying to get an appointment for the vaccine, the state is going to offer 20,000 additional vaccination appointments this afternoon starting at 5 o'clock. What I advise you to do is starting at 5 o'clock, if you really want the, what you have to do is go on and then try to get an appointment and then hit refresh and then hit refresh again and you just start going through it. Um, I recognize that not everybody wants an appointment and that's fine. A lot of people don't want to get the vaccine, which is your choice, which is your choice. Uh, but just know that no one that has received the vaccine has died from COVID. I repeat, no one who has received the vaccine has died from COVID. Uh, there are people who have who have been dying, but and they're dying from um, from different things. But there are many people also, by the way, who have died from complications of COVID. So it's absolutely your choice. I think there's going to be more pressure on people to get the vaccine. Ultimately, many people are still deciding they don't want to get it. And that is your choice. You don't have to. Uh, but just know that, that no one. The reason COVID deaths are down is because they immediately got them into the vaccine into people in the 90s and 80s, even into the 70s. And people in their 80s and 90s who were getting COVID were, were dying of it. And that's really stopped. So, but it's your choice. It's your choice. Hey, I want to remind you. I like to remind you of things or tell you about things. Folks, right now, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It's it's 153 on this Friday. You want to stay safe. You want to keep yourself safe. You want to keep your family safe. I advise you to stop by Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Stop in and see Tanya and Frank. They're also on Facebook, but they have body armor which is ammo. They have pepper spray, all sizes. The store is female friendly, by the way. They also have bug out bags and backpacks. They have great personal service. Surplus provisions. Look for them on Facebook. They're right on Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They're about a mile and a half from Garden City. But people drive in from Massachusetts and Connecticut for this unique store. Surplus provisions, where again, they have body armor, which are the you know, those are the bulletproof vests. They have uh, tactical gear. They have ammo. They have pepper spray. They have food storage, backpacks, bug out bags. Very unique in Rhode Island. Pepper spray, by the way, in stock, small and large sizes. Great to have in your car or purse carrying your belt. Because many times, if you were approached by someone, you just need to do something to be able to get away. And that's what pepper spray can do. So just kind of disarm them just so then you can basically escape out of that area but body armor plate carriers i'll tell you they're so knowledgeable surplus provisions pontiac avenue and cranston look for them on facebook well right now it's it's uh, 154 and folks i uh, just a couple reminders maybe this um this year you want to make sure you have the best lawn ever guaranteed would you of course you would Contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today. What a great job they do. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. And right now is perfect because right now is when they're putting down the spring fertilizer. But they also do outdoor pest control. Uh, Call them, 401-392-1025 or online. They have a great website. It's lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. But George is terrific. He runs the Rhode Island operation. Their website is lawndoctor.com. You just type in your zip code. They give you a quick, easy quote. 392-1025 is the phone number. It's Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. I started working with them, I think, two years ago. And, folks, what a difference it makes. They do such a fantastic job. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. By the way, you can mention... I heard you on the John DePietro. You can say that. I heard you on the John DePietro show. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. But they have a fabulous website. It's lawndoctorri.com. I also want to mention, um, don't forget, Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. 
Call Roland. Call Brother Roland at Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Now, if you're a business, Roland's offering weekly trash collection services, Brother's Disposal. Or maybe you want a purple dumpster for your driveway. Are you doing some spring cleaning, basement, garage, attic, unwanted belongings? I think it's okay now to get rid of some of those old rusted sleds and tricycles. Brother's Disposal, 688 0517. Come on, brother. And look for them on Facebook. The page is purple and yellow like the Laker colors. You know, I, I, Roland is such a great guy. And I was sitting with him and I said, how did you decide on the purple? And he said, that's how they came. We got purple dumpsters, but people remember them. So if you see the purple, it's Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. 688-0517. Whether it's a dumpster in the driveway to get rid of, get rid of some of that junk out of your house, unwanted belongings. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Now, I also want to remind you, are you listening right now? Are you in the car? Are you listening on 99.9 FM or AM 1380? Why not right now pull in and see Steve at Gilmore Furniture right off Route 37, Post Road in Warwick. 1590 Post Road in Warwick. Everything's on sale. He's one mile from TF Green Airport, right off Route 37. Gilmore Furniture, Route 37, 1590 Post Road in Warwick. Call him at 737-0100. But why not check out their selection on recliners or mattresses or sofas or dinette sets? Gilmore Furniture, up to five years, interest-free financing. Bad credit, no credit, guess what? No problem. Gilmore Furniture is offering no credit financing. And forget about the big box stores. You pull right up to the front door. You deal with Steve. I stop in there all the time. He sells quality furniture. It's going to look great in your home. And for crying out loud, you're supporting a local Rhode Island business. Gilmore Furniture. Post Road in Warwick. Call him, 737-0100. Pop it and see him. Steve's there in the store this afternoon. So, folks, it's Sean DePietro. Now, someone said, now, when do you do Facebook Live? I do Facebook Live when there's basically breaking news. When there's breaking news, we will go out and do it. Sometimes at night, I do uh, one after dark. Um, by the way, I want to congratulate Mike Degnan. Mike Degnan, Degnan uh, was elected to the Rehoboth um, Form of government that they have there. Congratulations to him. Let me see this. Governor McKee's holding an event Monday morning to launch a new small business relief grant program. His budget proposal allocates $30 million in leftover coronavirus relief fund dollars to the program. Presuming it's the same one. That is fantastic news. And that is uh, David from Brood Awakenings that came up with that. So... Because it's important. If you're a small business owner and you, they want to come up with a program to give workers incentive to get back to work. Folks, it's John DePietro. Listen, I want you to enjoy this sunny Friday and enjoy this weekend. We are back Monday at 11 on Facebook Live when there's breaking news. I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. Now, stay tuned. The John Dion program, he is back, back in the saddle, sun strong. Coming up at 2 o'clock. Remember, if you want to reach me, visit the website depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com stay tuned for the two o'clock news and then the john dion program is next enjoy your friday and enjoy your wnri Winsocket. socket